we're brothers We're happy and we're singing and we're colored Give me a high five Tonight's rundown, um, the Carters, uh, XXX Temptation, Jeremy Meeks, T'Challa, and it's Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth 2018. Dex, did you see what I did with this whole little poster thing? You think that's I do. You know, it's crazy when I saw it because, you know, green is my color. When I first saw it, I said, all right, I see what you did there. <laughs> Paying homage to the ancestors, our regal and whatnot. Did you see what's behind it? The Mona Lisa. Yeah, from yeah, from the Carters. You know, yeah. everything correlates. It's a meaning for everything. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> BroTalkLive.com, the best show on the internet for you by us. BroTalkLive.com, always on the mark. I'm here directing it as usual. My My name is Jason. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dexter here. So excited to be here. Look, I know I always start the show with like stories and stuff like that. And today will be no different. (laughs) I really have one today because like, so last weekend I went, I attended this event with, it was a work event. So I was there with a lot of my coworkers and one of my coworkers who I'm close with, he brought his wife. I never met his wife before, so it was kind of cool to meet her, and we were having a conversation. They have three kids. All three of their kids are the same sex. And let me just tell you how the year of 2018 has messed me up. So I'm sitting there. I'm talking to the woman. We're having a good conversation. And I'm like, oh, you guys have three kids. They're all the same sex. Would you guys try for a fourth to have you know, a different sex or whatever? To me, that's a normal question. It's a natural question. She answered it. She's like, oh, no, you know, I, I think three is enough. <laughs> so, you know, that was normal. A couple hours later, I'm at home minding my own business, and I really was like, oh my God, I think I might have offended her. Because what if, what if she can't have any more kids? Or what if they've been trying to have kids and they can't do it anymore? And it's it's 2018. It has literally ruined my thought process because that is a normal question to ask a person with multiple kids, all the same sex, but because everybody's so offended by things these days. You you can't like look at a person without them getting offended by things. Like I just really got in my own head and I talked to the guy at work and he's like, Dexter, it's literally no big deal. Like it's normal. We get that all the time. But for me, I'm always just like, can I say certain things anymore? Because this year has me fooled. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, you have these crazy people who fight for the freedom of speech. And then when you try to use it, they say, oh, no, you can't say that. Like, yes. It's like it's so it's so crazy. So you're right about this world being crazy, but um, don't let them affect you. Dex, you're awesome. So thank you. Okay. Just let your light shine. OK. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows you're not shady. Uh, except for some people. Exactly. <laughs> some people think you're shady. Uh, <laughs> we will be joined by Ty a little bit later. Too, you know, would you say? I said, but some people think the earth is round too. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Normal people think the earth is round. <laughs> um, that will be joining us a little bit later. Bill is out today. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from Saturday, Dex? Um, don't know what happened on Saturday. It was Tupac Shakur's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> it was also uh, the birthday of the ultimate warrior. Uh, so kind of 0 for 2 there. <laughs> My God. Uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, golfer, he also celebrated a birthday on Saturday. Um, and then Beyonce and Jay-Z uh, decided to release an album of someone getting their edges snatched in the middle of the Louvre in front of Mona Lisa. <laughs> it's just like they just know. They know what's happening to the world every time they release something new. And I'm glad that they're keeping the brand alive. Mm-hmm. Um, they also released a music video for the song Ape Shit. And um, it is quite the trap banger uh, produced by uh, Migos fame and featuring uh, Offset and Quavo on the ad libs. Um, And this album was unlike any other Jay-Z and Beyonce album because uh, the two of them were not shy about taking their shots at people. Um, On Ape Shit, Jay-Z decided to take a shot at the NFL saying, I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone, tell the NFL we in stadiums too. So he's not interested in performing in the Super Bowl. I, I guess that's what we can elude from that one. Mm-hmm. Um, on the song Nice, uh, Beyonce decided to pop off saying, if I gave two Fs, two Fs about streaming numbers, I would have put Lemonade up on Spotify. And when when I heard that, I literally grabbed my chest. I said, oh my God. <laughs> And then, uh, woman, like, (laughs) wait, not to cut you off, but you've been so annoying through this process. Like, I remember, like, when we first posted this stuff or whatever, and your your response is like, "Oh my god," I'm just like, "Why are you like this? Like, you know, this stuff happens. You're acting like you're acting like a groupie. Like, cut it out. Get a grip." (laughs) Because really, all that matters. Like, it's like four artists right now that are legit people to get excited about. And everyone else is just trash. So when something is quality that's released, you know, you just get a little bit excited. Um, 48 hours later, Beyonce did put this album up on Spotify. So I guess she cared about streaming numbers this time around. (laughs) (laughs) Premium Spotify, though. You got to be paying to get it, though. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Did you uh, did you have the free one, and that's how you knew you couldn't? (laughs) No, I I don't have Spotify. I have um, Apple Music. Okay, cool. Yeah, it is up on Apple Music. Not on Apple Music. Uh, she did put it on Apple Music. I checked today and I didn't see it. It's on there. You had to look under the Carters. Oh, I looked under Beyonce. Yeah, it's not on there. She's not affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the most distance came on the song Friends um, with uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z coming at Kanye and the whole Kardashian family, seems like. Um, y'all, try, y'all like to try angles. Y'all like to troll, do you? Y'all talk around hoes, do you? I'm not sure if they were calling Kim a hoe there, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what that leads to. It, it, um, <laughs> you, you know, everything you say from niggas close to you, you emotional. That was definitely a line to Kanye. Uh, when I say free the dogs, I free him. That's how me got his freedom. You put niggas on a T-shirt, it hurts you ain't never meet them. Talking about when Kylie and Kendall got caught with them Tupac T-shirts. <laughs> and then he uh, talked about his reasoning for not going to Kanye and Kim's wedding with the following bar. I ain't going to nobody's nothing with me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire. I'm dying, nigga. I ain't leaving. Ty-Ty take care of my kids after he done grieving. If y'all don't understand that, we ain't meant to be friends. Um, so that was a nice little breakup song between seems like the Carters and the Wests. Seriously. <laughs> Put a nail in it. It's done. Um, he took a shot at Drake also on the song Boss. 
And um, the, the funniest one, though, was in the song Black Effect. Um, when Jay-Z rapped the line, they even biting cornrows, put your scarecrows up. Because the very next day, Kim Kardashian West showed up to the MTV uh, <laughs> Movie Awards uh, with some cornrows in her head um, <laughs> the very next night. I, I don't know. Dex, do you think this was planned like before? Like, you think she got an advanced copy in her? Very coincidental, I'm just saying. Or did I know, catch she, her? I know I she didn't know. get an advanced copy. That I do know. <laughs> she didn't get no advanced copy? She, she no. ain't got it like that? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that just correlated so well. I mean, because it seems like if she was to put that in her head, she's either trolling, she's being a troll, so she's living up to what they're saying, <laughs> or um, she was literally doing this and they caught her. So uh, what was your biggest takeaway from Saturday and this whole Beyonce Jay-Z release? Um, that Jay-Z is not over Ether. Like, he's very upset about that because <laughs> you released this, like, Nas just, just put his album out and then all of a sudden everything is love. Like, you want to throw that out. Like, I feel like he did this to get back at Nas. I mean, also, it's a two-for-one because you get back at Nas and you get back at Kanye West. So it's kind of like you're just going to bury everybody else by using you and your wife. Like, I'm here for it. I'm totally here for, but it's a little shady though. Also, I, I'm not really crazy about the fact that they only did it on title. Like, I think like it, you do alienate a group of fans when you do stuff like that. And for her to say like she doesn't care about the streaming, it's like okay, I get it. As a big artist, you might not care about the numbers or whatever. But like, what about your fans who don't have title? I think that part kind of rubs me the wrong way. But other than that, I'm here for it. Um, I, mean, I, I was. You think that was a? You think that was more of a a shot? I felt like that was more of a shot or more of saying, I hear what you guys are saying, but I don't care um, more than a shot at necessarily Spotify or something. I think it's kind of one of those things like whoever wrote it for her, (laughs) (laughs) whoever wrote it for her, I think they meant it kind of like a, like, oh, Beyonce's talking big. Like she doesn't care about nothing else. You know what I mean? Like she's already made it. I think that's what they're trying to imply. And which is true, but I just really, as, as a fan of her, it's like, I just really, I was insulted that it's just like, I don't have titles. So like, I'm not supposed to listen. And you're telling me like, you don't care. <laughs> you don't yeah, she, care. She got like, me. I um, actually paid for it <laughs> like on, on Saturday when it came out. I said, well, she didn't release Lemonade on Apple Music. So I'm not going to sit here and wait and try to listen to the album or download it illegally and then have to transfer it to my damn phone. Like, I'm not going through all that. I'm just going to pay the $12.99 and listen to it for a month and then I'll cancel it. And then... Yeah. I paid the $12.99. I listened to it for a day. And the next damn day, it's on Apple Music. And I'm pissed off. She owes you a refund. She definitely owes me a refund. She owes you a refund. Jay-Z owes you a round. (laughs) But for me, I look at it like, like, I'm not, I like Beyonce and I like Jay-Z, but I'm not that big into them where I'm paying money for their album. Like, if it was like a Drake or even a Shanti, honestly, like, I would pay for it. But like, if you're not releasing, that's what I like. That's what I like. But okay, if okay, but don't act like you can't understand why people would do that for Jay-Z and Beyonce when you would do it for a shot. No, this is the reason why I don't understand why people would do it. I don't understand why people would do it because many people have an issue or a problem with them only releasing on title music. They only, like, if it's like, if I'm sitting in the back and I'm like, yo, that's not cool that you only release it on title. 
I'm not going to go out of my way to try to find it or get it because like you weren't giving it to me. It's like when they put CDs, if they put the CDs in the record store, like you can go to the store and buy it. But it's like, if you're only putting the CDs in California, I'm not flying to California to buy your CD. If you're not making it available to me, then it's not for me. Okay. So if Ashanti released something on, let's say Amazon music. Well, and you I'll don't be at Amazon. I'm going to make it up where I can go to, I got to do it. <laughs> there you go. So do you think there's any chance that uh, Kanye and Jay-Z ever uh, reconcile this whole thing? Kanye got to um, get on his knees and literally beg. Like at this point, like it's, it's done. Like the friendship is done. Like it's, it's one of those things like, it, it's kind of like if you're beefing with your friend, like that's one thing privately but when you guys both take it out publicly and then your one friend gets his wife involved and it's just like the world is involved now like at this point it's it's beyond just like a friendship a brotherly beef like we like we, we can't be cool anymore and uh drake also took another shot your boy um <laughs> like took another like little jab you know right in the mouth from jay-z and this uh in this little beef so i mean i'm just wondering how much more drake's going to be able to take uh and i don't know if this scorpion album um if he's going to have responses if it's going to be too late because at this point between Pusha t and jay-z it seems like he's running out of um time and energy uh, to do things like that so Good luck to Drake. Um, Dex, do you have any well wishes in the next few weeks for Drake? I'm praying for you, brother. I mean, like, this is a really good time to release music, but I am praying that your music is more nice for what unless I'm upset because you cannot compete in this landscape now with I'm upset. Like, you got to have more nice for what's coming out, please. And it's like, it's like, as soon as I'm upset came out, like, them niggas stopped playing Nice For What, like, mm-hmm. all together. Like, just went right to the next Drake song, and then it just, you know, it stalled. Everyone thought Nice For What was going to be the song of the summer. It's no such thing. Now I think Ape Shit's going to be the song of the summer. Like, nobody's going to stop Absol- Absolutely. And then we're all going to the tour, so, like, we're going to be playing this stuff to get familiar with the music or whatever. Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z really own the summer at this point. So you don't think... you th- <laughs> So you think Jay-Z planned to release this... You know what I'm saying? On the same day as Nas's album. You think it was... Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, without a doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as Kanye West told us that he's um really doing a Nas album, that's when Jay-Z was like, Beyonce, get in the studio. We got to get this done now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Smart. All right. Um, should they be dragged? Um, the next one, uh, next story we're talking about. Is in reference to uh, the death of rapper XXX Temptation. Um, I think um, I think that's how you say his name. Um, but he was shot dead in Florida. We uh, talked about him first, I think, a couple of years ago, um, or was it last year with the Double XL freshman? Um, at that time, we told you about some of the allegations against him and how he had been accused of rape and assault on a pregnant woman, um, formerly his girlfriend, um, and also an assault of a gay man. Um, and we talked about his very violent past and criminal record. Um, at that time, we all asked why he was on the list. I told you guys because he had a huge SoundCloud following. And, you know, we shrugged our shoulders and went about our lives. We reported on him a couple of more times um, for incidents when he got punched on stage and um, when he did other crazy things um, that made him seem outlandish and um, definitely diverted people's appeal for him. Um, He was shot dead in Florida after visiting a motorcycle shop. Um, Came outside. Someone pulled up beside him reportedly, gunned him down inside of his car. 
Um, and he was rushed to the hospital, but it was too late. He had died. Um, there was a lot of opinions online, some great supportive opinions for him and some cold uh, opinions on the shooting. Um, this one comes from at Fire in Freetown. Um, L writes, XXX Temptation shot. I'm supposed to feel sorry for that B because I don't. They use that meme from that woman um, on the news. And then she followed up just an FYI. Um, he simply didn't hit a woman. He targeted a newly homeless teen, moved her in, and then consistently tortured and abused her, sometimes in a crowd of his friends. So she will remember that no one gave an F about her. If he dies, he dies. Uh, to the other side of that uh, were people um, in the music industry and supporters of X, including Jadena, um, musical artists who said, rest in peace. No one can be so self-righteous that they are happy when a youth dies. The young still have the capability, the capability to reform. God bless the kids. For the record, I was never in support of his ways, especially his domestic abuse, which I found to be horrific. But I will never demonize an individual without criticizing the society and or the circumstance in which they were raised, especially someone under 21. For those who are so woke that their compassion is asleep, remember this. If Malcolm X was killed at age 20, he would have died an abuser, a thief, an addict, and a narrow-minded, depressed, violent criminal. So I believe in change for the young. My point here is not to equate Malcolm X with X, but to point out that a young lost kid can evolve into something greater. I do believe karma was at work, however, so I pray that men heed this warning and that we revere women more than any generation before us. Um, that elicited um, a lot of other reactions. J. Cole also you know, tweeted his support, um, saying enormous talent and limited potential and a strong desire to be a better person. God bless his family. He got dragged by this and many other people uh, who shared this person's opinion um, at Soul Asylum said, this is why I can't completely F with your music talking to J. Cole. You're a damn hypocrite. And instead of being upfront and honest, you play holier than thou, even enough to defend violent rapists while shitting on the queens you claim to ride so hard for. Just stop. Um, a, a lot of people with these types of reactions to people who uh, are wishing or um, upset about the death of X. Uh, Dex, should these people be dragged um, for, I guess, getting it out there and saying rest in peace? See, for me, like, I look at it like this situation. Like, when we talked about this guy on the show, I was just like, I'm disturbed by the stuff that I'm hearing. I'm disgusted by the stuff that I'm hearing. I really don't understand why this guy looks the way he looks. Like, I'm just, I'm not a fan. I'm not here for it. But, like, when I heard that he was killed, like, none of that stuff really mattered to me. It's just like a person died. Like, you know, and that's sad and that's unfortunate. Not only a person, but a 20-year-old died. Like, I'm not saying that like we're we should be out there crying and praying for the guy because he did some horrific things horrific things while he was alive. And aside from the things that he did, he said some crazy things um while he was alive. But there's two things I want to point out. One, like I look at my on this day on Facebook every single day. And when I was 20 years old, the things that I would say, I'm just like, I don't even know who that kid is. <laughs> like I have no idea who wrote that stuff. That's one. And then two, like never is it appropriate to celebrate the death of someone else. Like, I just never think that that's okay. And as a person who just like loves life and just like wants the best for people, even if a person's not doing what I think they should be doing or what I think is appropriate, if they die, like I still 
I feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, and, and for me personally, like, no, I don't need to say rest in peace to the guy. I don't need to say anything, but I also don't need to say anything like negative either about how he lived his life. Like he's gone now, like he's not here anymore. And I just, I just, just don't understand why we want to be that type of person to be negative about someone who's no longer on this earth. I mean, some people think that, you know, it's kind of, you get what, you know, you, he got what was coming to him. And a lot of people were saying this, not saying that he died because he abused this girl or he died because he assaulted this guy, but people are saying that this could be a deterrent for other people deciding that they can just do what they want uh, with no type of repercussions. Um, so what do you think about that? I, I don't necessarily agree. I, I'm not saying I had any type of feeling when I found out the news because I don't know him. Um, I wasn't a fan of his. I've heard a couple of songs. Uh, he has nice melody, whatever like that. But um, I tried to not listen because, um, you know, back when back before Spotify took, you know, all these playlists and stuff down, stuff like that, um, he was kind of, you know, in the in the hip hop playlists and stuff like that with the new gotcha. music. So, you know, saying songs would pop up and you'd be like, oh, this is a cool song. When I would look down and see it was him, I would be like, OK, that was a cool song, but I'm not going to listen to it again because, you know, saying I know about this guy. So I, I, if I heard it, I would kind of avoid it. So when I heard that he passed, I mean, I wasn't necessarily happy. I wasn't sad. It was just like, that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but at least Spotify doesn't have to worry about adding them back to the playlist. Like, I don't, I don't feel like that it's just anything that I should mourn or anyone should necessarily mourn outside of his family and friends. I could agree with that, but, but, but like, cause I feel like we're on the same page. My issue though comes in where people are not, not necessarily mourning, but celebrating. Like that's the part that's yeah. odd to me. I mean, people have strong opinions on it because maybe it's something that they're attached to because people have experiences with abuse and they, they see this guy X getting away with it. It kind of brings them back to a time, you know what I'm saying? Where they had to deal with something similar and someone else got away with it. So a lot of times it's not just this person is what he represents. And I understand everyone doesn't have the same experiences in life. So I'm sensitive to when people are more upset than me about certain things. That's fair. That's a, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I, I don't. I don't completely disagree with that. But I still just think there's just a a way that you go about things because even though like no, I've never experienced like domestic abuse or any in any shape or form. I have been in situations though where people who have experienced that stuff or or has have done other things, they'll feel bad for someone that dies or something happens in their family because it closely affects them. But like that person did something to hurt someone else. And it's like we need to take a step back. And I just think like we need to learn empathy. And I feel like this generation, and I don't mean this generation as as in millennials or anything like that, but just in general, like the world right now, we have a really terrible outlook when it comes to empathy. And I really believe that starts from the top. And when I say the top, I mean the president. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, is Nicki Minaj the right person to preach abstinence? If you haven't heard, that's Nicki's new campaign, um, <laughs> campaign promise to America, is that she's tired of niggas and, uh, sorry, tired of men. And she hates men and she needs a break. So she's practicing abstinence. Um, she spoke about this in a cover article that she did with Elle magazine. Um, they asked her uh, about one of the messages on her new album called Queen. <laughs> and 
of which she's completely scantily clad on the album cover. But nevertheless, uh, she said the message of the album is to be okay, to keep your legs closed. Uh, she's speaking slower than usual, they say, as if she's searching for a way to preach self-respect without sounding like she's slut-shaming. She said, quote, I don't really know how to say that without being offensive. Maybe I was naive, but I didn't realize how many girls were modern day prostitutes. Whether you're a stripper or whether you're an Instagram girl, these girls are so beautiful and they have so much to offer. But I started finding out that you give them a couple thousand dollars and you can have sex with them. I was like, yikes. It's just sad that they don't know their worth. It makes me sad as a woman and it makes me sad that maybe I've contributed to that in some way. Uh, a lot of reaction, of course, on the blogosphere, twitter.com specifically. Uh, Dear Nicki Minaj, your lyrics are hypocritical. You went over to Elle magazine to slut shame certain types of women because that wasn't your quote. I'm sorry, it wasn't your route, allegedly. People need to stop trying to dictate and police women and their bodies. If you can't help, don't hurt. Um, Nicki Minaj responded to that. Uh, Dex, you want to read this tweet? She said... Suck my D word, A word. Had you read the article, I was critiquing myself more than anything. What I said was, I hope my overt sexual lyrics and photos don't make my fans think that I'm telling them to go be promiscuous and to and to know their worth. Lyrics, photos, and effing. <laughs> lyrics, photos, and effing are all three different things. She could have kept that statement. She could have really kept all this, to be honest with you, because you, it's okay to practice abstinence. I think I'm, I'm a proponent for it. I think it's an amazing thing to do if that's what you, if that's what you choose to do. But you shouldn't practice abstinence because you don't like the other sex, or because the other sex is getting on your nerves, or because you feel like your image is making other girls do something. Like you shouldn't be practicing because of that. I feel like you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um. I think the, the the viewer, the person, he said some, he said some like some good stuff to her because sexual. Really she's crazy. always had that, and it's like now you want to change your image, but you legit are shaming other people. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that Cardi B is out there and she's doing well in rap and stuff like that. And this was basically like how she came up and she's like promoting, like, look, this is what I did. I'm not telling you guys to go out there and do it, but this is what I did. And I genuinely think Nikki has an issue with that. And Nikki wants to like squash it now because she wants, she wants to take a shot at Cardi B without actually taking a shot. But and when, what Nikki needs to do, I mean, we have more in the story, but what Nikki needs to do is realize just wait. Cardi's going to be off for a little while. She's having a damn baby. Like just wait your turn. Wait till Cardi, you know, saying winds down the next couple of months and it's going to be an empty slate for you to take over again. So just wait your turn and it'll come back open for you. But you, you just seem desperate right now. You're pushing, you're forcing and um, you're actually uh, driving people to get assaulted because um, the barbs asked her, uh, can I go beat him up One of the barbs? And Nicki Minaj retweeted it and said, yes, barbs, go beat that nigga like he stole something. And so they hopped all in this man's mentions. And according to them, he said, uh, I'm getting bullied, told to die, kill myself. People saying they'll find me and kill me. My phone number, family addresses and more have all been put over the Internet. I will not stand for this because someone directed them to do this. I'm a pop culture commentator. Come on. Okay. Title. Guess who about I, to put the title in their bio? I critique this guy. Music. <laughs> 
videos, articles, and anything else, there are opinions. To be harassed, bullied, and threatened due to a celebrity inciting violence with over 150 million followers across her social media pages and telling them to beat me is wrong, period. Dex, <laughs> Nicki Minaj hustling backwards. Look, let me tell you something. Now, with this, I'm I'm Team Nikki because if I had the goons and you came for me, you said anything, just know they coming out. They coming after you. Like I don't really have an issue with that. I feel like if you if, if this is kind of one of those things where people who talk talk tough behind a keyboard, like you had an opinion, she responded to your opinion. Whatever comes on the side of that, like she can't control that. Yeah, she said go beat him like he sold something, but I don't think she literally means go beat the man like he sold something. I should put the laughing emojis behind it. So, like, she can't be blamed for that. <laughs> I mean, but still, like, you have a response. Like, I, when I saw that, before she erased it, because that's how, that's why it looks so much different than the other tweets. Um, if you're looking at the live broadcast, yeah, that's why it's, like, black, because someone had screenshotted it on their phone. And um, Twitter never forgets. So I dug it up. Um, but, yeah, she deleted that. And when, when I saw it, I said, Nikki, like, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> go beat that nigga. Like what? Yeah. Like that's literally uh, telling people to go. Yeah. I bet you he won't respond to nothing else she posts. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> All right. Uh, was Cardi speaking of Nicki Minaj? Cardi B. Um, was Cardi loud and wrong? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Karen Silver tweeted this uh, preview of the news Rolling Stone cover featuring Cardi B and Offset. Um, so she posted a picture of the cover. Uh, Cardi retweeted that and said, so you leaked some pictures from my <laughs> Childish. You leaked some pictures from my Rolling Stone shoot that wasn't even the cover and all my pictures are in black and white shaking my mother effing head. Uh... Then Karen so uh, tweeted update uh, looks like this is the Rolling Stone cover with Cardi B and Offset. Uh, the same picture that she posted before. Um, then Cardi uh, posted herself. I guess it was too much to ask to wait until the official July release of our Rolling Stone. Even though it was leaked and supposed to be in gray. F it. My daughter made it to Rolling Stone cover. Official release in July. Me love you rock stars. You can't break me. Um, she continued going on by saying, people out here really trying to sabotage my personal and my business life. Let me remind you, I'm prayed up. I pray every day and my mother pray for me. I thank God. I ask him for forgiveness every day. You can't knock me down. The Lord shield me. Keep trying though. Then she posted on Instagram, some Meek Mill Instagram post from four years ago about how uh, Meek Mill and Karen Civil and Nicki Minaj or Karen Civil was on Nicki Minaj's payroll, something like that. And so uh, she tweeted that. And then she said, um, leaking a pic in his unfinished format is sabotage, hon. You better leave Cardi B alone. She's eight months pregnant. Don't throw rocks and hide your hands. Own your shit. What you did was underhanded and wrong. Um... <sighs> Karen decided to defend herself, but, you know, she basically said, I'm just trying to build you up and, you know, saying I disrespected you and you expect me to respect you after you disrespected me. And, you know, it just went back and forth. Guy, it was like, was Cardi B loud and wrong in this whole situation? What do you think, Dex? Um, I think she kind of sounds crazy saying like my stuff was in black and white girl. Like, you know, let me tell you how cameras work when they take pictures. <laughs> May. <laughs> 
I mean, she was so sure that that picture was going to be black and white. And then when Karen Silva tweeted out that color picture, she lost her They showed you some some of your photos and they were like, oh, we can do this. This is the effects that we can do. We can do these different things. That doesn't mean the photos are going to be like that, Cardi. Like, just be quiet. Like, I, I genuinely just wish that Cardi would just go home just take care of her body. She's eight months pregnant. Yeah, get out the club. Girl, just take a nap. Like, where's her doctor? Put this girl on freaking bed rest, please. Put her on ice. Like, enough is enough. Yeah, she's about to drop that baby any day now. Um, but definitely stay out of the club. Stay away from smoke. Um, if at all possible, if you're going to be around your baby daddy. And, at this point, uh, it's like Cardi, stay away from smoke, stay away from clubs, stay away from Twitter, like stay away from music, stay away from everything that's going to cause you stress. And it seems like everything is a trigger for you. Yeah, it kind of didn't happen at the best time for, you know what I'm saying? She was just blowing and she was rolling and then she kind of had to stop. So, but you know, she'll probably rebound. Is your child worth six figures? Is he a six figure? No. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Meeks, uh, the former guy who used to be in prison, what was his name Felon Bay or something like that? Prison, mm-hmm. what was his name Felon Bay? Felon Bay, yeah. Um, he you know got out of jail, became a model, uh, left his baby mama and moved to London to be with his top shop heiress or something like that. Um, and now he's got that top shop heiress girl pregnant. I think they actually had the baby now. And he's coming to get his other kid back from his baby mama. He has agreed to pay his ex-wife a six-figure settlement in order to obtain primary custody. TMZ is reporting that the agreement was reached shortly after the divorce was finalized. Um, their original divorce deal actually had Melissa having physical custody, a 70-30 split. But that's flipping. So starting this summer, Jeremy's son um, will be moving to the UK with Jeremy and Chloe. Um, and the mom will get a hundred thousand dollars or more, at least. Uh, <laughs> six figures enough decks for you to <laughs> to leave your kid. I don't believe this story. I genuinely believe that he is a con man, and I think his wife or his ex wife is in on this with him. Like, I think they did this, they saw this girl, and they were like, you know what, let's take advantage of the situation because, like, Jeremy doesn't have that kind of money. So, well, like, a model now, he might have that kind of money. Jeremy doesn't have that kind of money. <laughs> So he's getting his money from her. So like he had to get her to agree. And think about it, this girl, this is a white girl, no disrespect to our white viewers, but this white girl's like, I'm not trying to deal with no baby mama drama. I'm not trying to do that. Like, what do we do? He's like, we just got to go out, but I don't got the money. She's like, all right, like I'll write the check for you. Like that, I'll just do that. So we can just keep getting her out of our lives. This is genius. Like these felons out here winning. Uh, is this more impressive than Kevin Feder- like than Kevin Federline? A Federline? thousand percent more impressive than Kevin Federline because Kevin Federline actually has to take care of his kids sometimes. Jeremy Meeks does not have to take care of that kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he he won. He definitely won. That's definitely a come up. I could never be a woman. I could never be a woman that's with some guy and I'm paying his child support. Like that is just like this ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> What are uh, the chances that things are exactly how they appear in this picture? Uh, Michael Jordan was photographed <laughs> getting out of a car looking slithered. Uh, I glazed, wrinkled face, look at that conniving smile. And that right hand uh, is a bottle of tequila. 
reportedly um, have gone. And in that left hand is the case of the rest of the tequila. Uh, so what are the chances that Michael Jordan was getting furred inside that car? I think this photo, um, we'll post it on the Bro Talk page tomorrow. I think this photo is Michael Jack, Michael Jordan living his absolute best life. And I'm a thousand percent here for it. And, and I hope, I pray that this photo is exactly how it looks. He looks like he's eating whatever he wants to eat. He's wearing his own clothes. So, he know, you know, he didn't spend any money on it. He's drinking. He's day drinking, which is like amazing. <laughs> that hair is shaved like freshly. Like Michael is living his best life and I'm here for it. I really want him to get help if this is something that he's struggling with as far as alcohol goes. What is his problem? I don't understand. Like, what's the problem? Like, clearly he's not driving. Someone's driving him. He's I mean, he's not driving, but just because you're, you're not driving doesn't mean you can drink as much alcohol as you want in life. Like, you can't do that, Dex. Pretty sure that's exactly what that means. It's not what that like, means. If you're not driving, you can drink as much as you want. Like, that's <laughs> that's like a rule somewhere. I know that's in the Declaration of Independence somewhere. He always has had, like, those, like, very, like, yellow, like, eyes. You know what I'm saying? That's, oh, that's like hepatitis or something. <laughs> or liver issues because of yeah. drinking. Um, they could, it could also be that. So uh, let's uh, I hope Michael Jordan is doing okay. I hope he had a good afternoon um, and that he didn't feel too rough a little bit later. Because, you know, when you're older and you drink, like, it don't wear off as easy. Like, I'm having a beer, like, tonight. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to have, like, a headache or something later. It's not as enjoyable to like, the older you get, like when you drink, it's just like you get this buzz and it's just like, well, I have like work to do. So can this go away? <laughs> Things to do. I'm tired. All right. Uh, racist. Uh, the best segment on the show. <laughs> Why do I say that for every segment? <laughs> the best segment on the show. Um, and this is the segment where we identify uh, those who are allies and those who aren't. Most of the time we are identifying those who aren't. Um, 98% of the time. Uh, this is a, maybe another case of that. An LSUSD student, LAUSD student, which means the Los Angeles Unified School District. Boom. Tassin would be proud if he was on the show. Um, he was pictured wearing a KKK uh, mask and shirt and like garb for a school project. Uh, the student was a freshman who decided to write about Hiram Wesley Evans, who was a former Imperial Wizard of the KKK for his history project. Uh, the student decided to wear a costume representing Evans. Other students also dressed in costumes reflecting their historical figure. But many students say this one was out of line. Some of the quotes from students at that school say he wore it like throughout the school, like in nutrition, lunch, things like that. I don't think that's appropriate. Um, and someone else said it made me feel like unsafe and threatened. Someone else was really uncomfortable. And lastly, Trinity Young said it kind of rattled me. It was hard, hard to believe that she would allow a Klansman to walk around with her approval. So we asked her and she said that she compared the Klan to the Black Panther Party, which, in my opinion, are two different things. So, yeah, it was troubling. Um, the school district released the following statement. The LA Unified and Harvard Teacher Preparation Academy understand the extreme sensitivity around this issue and do not condone or support this type of reenactment. Uh, the district statement also included an apology and said that an investigation is now underway. Uh, Dex, was this uh, 
a racist thing or just the thing where kids will be kids and he decided to push the limit? And I feel like anytime you put on like a Klansman uniform, like it's racist. And to be honest with you, I don't really know how I would react to that. Like that offends me. Like just being around that kind of energy just doesn't, it just doesn't sit well with me. So if I had to sit, if I see you doing something like that, like, I have to say something to you. Like, it can't be like, uh, oh, I was just playing or I was just joking or I was doing this for a project or a social experiment. No, like, you're going to get your ass before a social experiment. Like, that's just what, what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, if my kid uh, went to that school, which I, I don't think my kid's going to be in that school district necessarily, but, you know, it's possible. Um I would definitely uh, want to talk to that, first of all, that teacher and want to figure out why she thinks that the Black Panther Party and the Ku Klux Klan. I'm not sure how much talking I will be willing to do. I mean, yeah. Well, maybe I want to talk to the the principal. Uh, I want to ring the neck. Yeah, I don't think I want to be in front of that person because that's a little troubling because that makes me uh, question like your other teaching abilities. Mm-hmm. One of your bases is that the Black Panther and the Ku Klux Klan are basically the same thing. That means you don't understand um, what's happening or what has happened in our history. So, yeah, whatever. All right, uh, that was the racist segment. Time to move on to Q and A. Dex, you want to do this for me? I'll do see you do Q&A. Okay. Well, I got to do just time to... I, I have to do BS report, too. Okay, everyone's working on it. We might as well fire them and just do this man year because we kill them. <laughs> Cheaper to keep it. Hey. Um, all right, so we got four topics uh, two blues, two pinks, meaning uh, two from males and two from females or people who identify as male and or female. All right, 2018. Okay. Topic number one, separate checks. Topic number two, dog lady. Topic number three, my mean ass friend. And topic number four, girls versus goals. Separate checks seems cool. Okay. And then you pick one. Oh, either three or four. Three. I think three. You want to do two girls? I mean, it's up to you. I don't know. Like anything's good for me. Two, one, four. Let's do one and four. Okay. All right. Um, I'll read. I am working a low paying job with a ton of student debt. I can afford to go out to eat, but I have to keep within a strict budget. If I go out with a large group of friends, I immediately ask the waiter for a separate ticket. Ticket, girl. One of my, <laughs> one of my friends pulled me aside and scolded me on manners, saying that it was tacky to ask for a separate bill and that if I was hard up for cash, someone could cover me. I was completely embarrassed and I have since dodged invitations out. I don't need charity and I don't need a lecture on money management from someone in their late 20s whose parents still pay for their rent and car. How do I deal with my friends? Damn. <laughs> that was now, a real. I know you got some shade in you because you got your friend together at the end. Last <laughs> so I would just get them together in person. I would say, look, like, you know where I'm working. You know my financial situation. Like, I think for me, it's best just to do separate checks. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to be out here, like, throwing all my money out here, like, to go to dinner with you guys. And I, if you can't accept it, then just don't invite me out in the world with you. <laughs> You're not interested anymore. If you guys would how I do it, like that's not I don't think the person's wrong for asking for separate checks. To be honest with you, I always want separate checks, but I just sometimes just be embarrassed to like ask for it. I'd be like, I don't want to be the one to ask for separate checks, but I always want separate. I, like sometimes I go out to dinner and I secretly 
pray that they give us separate checks. Like, oh, I, really I don't, do. I don't, I don't even do, I don't ask for separate checks. I just ask them to separate my portion of the check. If everyone else wants their check separated, they can decide that amongst themselves. But I ask, can, can I have a separate check? Um, and it just else. gets too messy. Like, like some of my friends, I go out with them, and, and it's all it's like, okay, well, I'll split the bill or whatever. But like, some people like to drink like fishes, and if, when I go out to dinner, like with groups, I don't drink anything because like I don't want to get mixed right. up. With and that's why you just when them. once you figure out that no one's splitting the check, you just go to the waiter and you say, "Can you just come on to the side?" <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm against your friend in this one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, moving on. We're making good time today. See what, what, if we can do more than, what if we can do more than two? Uh, we might we don't got to worry about those other guys yapping. Those clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, question number four. Um, this one is titled uh, Girls Versus Goals. <laughs> Written by a male. I just graduated college. I was pre-med, smart, and did well. Got into a good med school. But I also applied for some programs like Peace Corps and Doctors Without Borders, which had always been my dream. Since I was a little boy, I wanted to for a, I wanted to live for a few years in Africa and experience my homeland. I am a black man. Perfect. Um, I got accepted to Peace Corps and had been given an assignment in rural Africa. Med school said that they would uh, defer my mission to do Peace Corps, so that's fine. But in the meantime, two things have happened. I met someone I really like, and my grandmother had been diagnosed with lung cancer, and now I don't know what to do. We don't really know how long my grandmother has left. She's doing treatment, and they say that she could live five to 10 more years, but who even knows? Also, I will be honest, I really feel, I really fell for this woman I met, and the idea that I won't see her for two years is awful but I have wanted to participate in Peace Corps literally since I can remember. And part of me is really excited to go. The medical school can only hold my admission until fall 2019, but I'd still be in Peace Corps until at least 2020. I feel weak even thinking about canceling the Peace Corps for a woman, but I'm thinking about it. And if I miss the end of my grandmother's good days, what should I do? This is probably one of the best questions we've ever had. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a lot of options. I mean, you, to, if, if I'm being completely honest with you, I, I look at these situations like this, like I, I like when I was my senior year in college, like around the time that I was doing my finals, like my grandmother died. And like for me, that was it was super hard. And it was kind of one of those things like I, I wanted to go to her funeral. Like I wanted to be with the family. I wanted to be with her, but like at the same time, like I, I was taking my finals as my senior year in college. And like, I was supposed to be meeting with people to interview Bill Cosby. And it was legit. Like, this is my dream or like my family, like, what do I do? And it was hard. Like it was super, super hard for me to kind of make that decision or whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to go to the funeral. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to follow like my dream because at the end of the day, like, my grandma and I have memories together, like, and like, she's no longer here. So at the end, like me going to her funeral, isn't going to make me feel any better. And, but me doing something that's going to preserve my life and make me happier long-term is it's more important. You know what I mean? Than like going home and being sad about a funeral. So I personally would probably do the Peace Corps because that's something that you want to do. And it's going to make you happy. And you can always like, keep in contact with your family back at home. But it's like, if you don't take this opportunity, it, it may never come again. What about this girl? 
she's she could be your future because you never know especially how hard it is to get a girl nowadays i, a good, I, I a just good look at it like you actually like i i look at it like i do think love is like super important but i also think it's one of those situations like if she's there for you the way you are for her i think if you take this opportunity and something that's really important to you when you come back i really feel like she's still going to be there and like helping you she's going to be there for you and she's still going to be there yeah i mean i mean that's what you hope and yeah. you know i just feel like you have to just really weigh what what's important to you because i mean if med school is going to keep you afloat or you know what I'm saying or if this girl you really think that this is the one um maybe you should just talk to her i feel like that should be one of the first things you should do is talk to her and ask her you know what I'm saying like what which what, what could you if you understand her and if you know her you would understand how she thinks so if she's being selfish she would say you know i'm saying just pick me but if she says you know i'm saying go ahead and go to the peace corps it's kind of like you know saying she's kind of accepting it as well so i feel like you should talk to her about it and see what she says and if that works out for you guys then go ahead but you know what's most important to you should be what's ever going to get you the furthest in your future so yeah there you go. I, I just don't know the the weighing options because I'm I'm not in the medical field, so I don't know what two years in the Peace Corps really means. Um, and I also don't know what medical school is like, so I'm not going to act like I'm an expert in any of those. All right. Uh, you want to do one more, Dex? I think we might have time to just squeeze in one more. <laughs> I love how you said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three, my mean ass friend. My best friend from college is one of the most honest and loyal people you could ever meet. She's an amazing attorney, a great mom, a very good friend, and a really mean wife. She and her husband are visiting me right now, and it's painful to hear the scathing tone she uses with her husband and the constant stream of criticism and orders she directs at him. It seems to be all about control and putting him down right in front of me and my partner. Her husband is annoying and he has his own faults, but no one deserves to be treated this way. I love my friend, but this has concerned me for a long time. They've been married four years, and I'm convinced that if I bring it up, it will hurt her and risk the relationship. But it also feels wrong to be a silent witness. And if I can't talk to her about this, who will? What should I do and how should I do it? Mind your business. Because <laughs> if they married, they marry for each other. They're not married for you. That's it. <laughs> if he, maybe he likes that. Maybe it turns them on. <laughs> That's nasty. Maybe he gets off on it. You know what I'm saying? People are different, B. It's 2018. I've seen a lot of crazy things. So Seriously. I feel like uh, if there's a problem, if a problem arises, he will be the one either to tell you or to tell someone to tell her if he doesn't want to tell her uh, himself. Uh, Ty, hi. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you? Oh, we're doing really good. <laughs> so, uh, I think so. You said you will be 15 minutes and it'll be 50 minutes. So, are we doing this? Are we doing this now? I, I just, what, <laughs> it was like, did Siri mess up or something? Like, did, did it miss, <laughs> misinterpret you? I have a little technical difficulty, if you don't mind. Okay. Are you doing okay, though? I'm okay. Okay. Uh, well, me and Dex, backs are tired from carrying the show. Um, so <laughs> that's why I love you guys. You're the best. You're yeah. the most entertaining people in the world. Like people will stay tuned just for the two of you without us. And that's the beauty of your, your talent. Unfortunately, it's true. Flattery gets you everywhere. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
for more questions, brotalklive.com slash questions. Just a time, just a time, just a time. All right, so today is June 19th. That is Juneteenth, um, 2018. So uh, shout out to all the Blacks in America, all the fellow Blacks, because this is the day where we learned that we is free. Um, Juneteenth, none of us are free until all of us are free. A quote from Emma Lazarus. So a great celebration day. Uh, this is the day where a lot of people in certain cities, including Texas and the Southern states, um, they celebrate. They go outside, they have cookouts and uh, festivals and stuff like that to celebrate the occasion. Um, and a lot of times um, they end up taking home food and what we know in the black culture as uh, a plate. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you're not going to cone out Juneteenth. You're not going to do it. You, okay, if you do it, just know that's Jason and not me. So when y'all start getting mad about it, don't don't at me. <laughs> I did nothing. I, I'm just trying to commemorate uh, the day. So we're going to celebrate some people today, and we only have two plates to give out now. Okay, and we have four candidates. So I want to. I want you guys to tell me which two people get uh, the plates. Okay, who we send home with a plate? Uh, the first candidate uh, is the Richmond City School Board uh, for renaming J. E. B. Stewart Elementary uh, Barack Obama Elementary. So that school is now renamed Barack Obama Elementary. A leader we can be proud of. Lavar Stoney is the mayor, I believe, of Richmond. Um, and the school board decided to change this name led by the superintendent. So are we sending this guy home uh, with a plate on Juneteenth? No. We have to see our options. Okay. So we're not giving any... Uh, well, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plus when he's gone, they're going to smooth change that right back. <laughs> I don't... For some reason, like, supporting Barack Obama doesn't really do it for me. Like, I feel like people who support Barack Obama are, like, low-key racist because, like, the biggest... The, the, the tail what? time... This is how you know if somebody's racist. If you if you can't tell if a person's racist or, or not, ask them this question. Say, would you have voted for Barack Obama for a third time? If they say yes, they're racist. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you. Anytime somebody says, oh, I would have voted for Barack Obama for a third time, you racist. I just know that you are. You're just saying that to appease me. I don't want it. <laughs> Not interested. All right, whatever. Um, so we're going to hold that plate. Uh, Meek Mill is the second person eligible for a plate. Uh, he held a stand with the Meek Mill rally um, in order to oh, quote. <laughs> What'd you say? Dex, were you present for this? No. <laughs> no. You didn't get any tickets, Dex? It was free. <laughs> Dex <laughs> always has the exclusive. That's what I was wondering. You get like VIP like access, you know what I'm saying? You'd be probably like hanging on the back of the stage on your phone Instagramming. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> but he held a stand with Meek Mill rally uh, saying, thank you to everyone coming out and standing up for me. It means a lot to me. I spent Father's Day with my son last night and if it wasn't for people like y'all, I wouldn't be here today to spend time like that with my son. So I want to say thank y'all. Um, he continued to explain that he's fighting for the many men in prison who didn't get to spend Father's Day with their children, saying, quote, I actually left a lot of men inside those walls that can't spend Father's Day with their sons. I wanted y'all to know that I stand up for y'all family members through the rest of my music career and the platform that I actually have to extend myself to make a difference in justice reform. That is all courtesy of Shade Room. Um, guys, does Meek Mill go home with a plate 
tonight. Oh, for sure. Oh, so you're giving him an early play. Okay. Oh, for sure. McMill gets to play with everything on it, all the fixings. Because, like, this man, like, really, like, legit served prison time while the Eagles were in the Super Bowl playing his music. Like, he missed, like, half the, um, the season for the Sixers. Like, to be from Philadelphia and not to be able to enjoy Philadelphia, like, on top of the world, like, make you get a play for those sacrifices. <laughs> it's like watching all the kids play outside. You can't go. And legit. And to, like... On top of that, like if he had gotten locked up, you know, for doing something that he, you know, was dumb. I mean, but for him to get locked up for that, like foolery and then have to miss everything and then to come out on top of that and kind of um, advocate for other people. I, really, I kind of I do definitely appreciate that. So, yeah, he definitely gets a plate. Why not? All right. Uh, so we said a meat mill with a plate in his hand. <laughs> 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 Must be like a little salsa, <laughs> oh, little styrofoam sauces. I hate when people put ice cream and cake on like the same little. Try to squeeze it on one of the little sauces. It pisses me off so bad. Oh my god! Sorry. People sorry. still eat ice cream and cake together. <laughs> you know what? I haven't eaten ice cream and cake together in a very long time. Now that you mention it, but I used to as a kid. Like, you know how earlier we talked about drinking and how like that takes a different toll on your body now. Eating ice cream and cake would take a different toll on Let your me body. tell you, I had a honey bun and like some hot cocoa the other night. It was like maybe like 10 o'clock at night right before I went to bed. I woke up the next morning and I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> like <laughs> it was a mess. I don't Literally. understand what's wrong with me now I turn 30. This is crazy. Yeah, turn 30 is a bitch, man. This is 30. Remember um, Steve Harvey was talking about how Hennessy would really affect you when you got older and like drinking yeah. Hennessy anyway. And then we got older and then like, yeah. Yeah, it's messing me yeah. up, man. Can't do it no more. Um, back to the heroes. Uh, Chadwick Boseman decided to bring uh, Dex. What's this guy's name? I'm sorry. James. Well, I, I'll grab his name for you in, in a hot second. But like what I admire about this young man is this is the guy who like when the, there was a, a shooting at the Waffle House and this guy actually fought the gunman off like and saved like countless lives so he is a hero yeah and uh Kendrick, not Kendrick I'm saying Kendrick Chadwick Boseman uh decided to uh honor him at the MTV movie and TV awards when uh, he received the award for best hero, um, he brought this gentleman up on the stage and passed him um, the trophy and honored him for being the best hero. A real life hero. James Shaw Jr. is his name. James Shaw Jr. And he was James something. 29 years old, too. Amazing. So he has one more year <laughs> to eat ice cream and drink Hennessy. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, does Chadwick go home with a plate uh, for doing this? Is there one for James too? Oh, okay. I think they can split the plate. Yeah, I'm James here for that. Chadwick is really my, like my guy this week. Like I'm really like I'm impressed that he did that. Whether MTV set it up or not, like I'm impressed that he did that. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. I feel like he set that up himself. You really uh, like I just feel that way. I hope. Nah. Go to Bro Talk Live. Go to the Bro Talk Live Instagram page, and we posted it up. See how quick and how close to the stage that guy was. Anytime, somebody well, he probably. I think. I think Chadwick probably told MTV what he wanted to do. Well, I'm just saying. Anytime somebody's close to the stage, like you know, it's not like a coincidence. 
Yeah, it's not a, I don't think it was a coincidence, but I think it was Chadwick's idea and not MTV's idea. If that makes any difference. I'm going to go with that. I could, I could go with that, too. All right, so we're sending Chadwick home with a plate. Yeah, um, plate. Both our plates gone. Okay, so let's see if this uh, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, um, they released, as we talked about their album, Everything is Love. And um, Jay-Z also was announced to be... Uh, the new head of Puma's basketball division. So the NBA is, uh, oh, Puma is coming back to the NBA making sneakers and Jay-Z has already signed uh, three of the top draft picks in this year's draft. Um, he has the top two, arguably, players in the draft signed to Puma um, and another top 15 probably pick coming up. So uh, does the Carters get a plate for all they, they've achieved uh, in this last week. I mean... How many plates do we have? We only have two, so are you going to take <laughs> one from Chadwick or... No. No, everybody keeps <laughs> or plate. The Carters, the Carters uh, hopefully they will be the one sponsoring the damn barbecue. Why give you plate? The Carters are the ones throwing the event. We're taking a plate from their house. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Meek Mill literally just went, he held a stand with Meek Mill rally. Like he, he didn't actually do anything. Like he just to bring attention and awareness to, to his trial, mass incarceration, to his trial. American and the people. only thing that Beyonce and Jay-Z did for Meek is say free him. That's it. <laughs> they freed him. Exactly why it happened. And then they threw the event in which everyone's taking the plates. Henceforth, they don't need one. I'm with that. They're sponsoring the plates. <laughs> All right. Shout out to them. All right. Uh, speaking of sponsoring, something without sponsor. Dex's BS Report. Dex's BS Report. It's totally not sponsored. So if you have an organization and you would like to throw me a sponsorship, I'm here to take them. Speaking, of, spon- speaking of sponsorship, um, this is slightly a seat, but also kind of a BS report. But there's been something floating around on social media that Nike is looking for 5,000 sponsors. And many of you have already reposted that thinking that you would be the lucky one. Guys, like, like, think about that for a quick second. Do you really think Nike would be soliciting sponsors through social media? Don't you think they would be reaching out to people, um, influencers and whatnot to get those sponsorships? Come on, guys. Be careful before you repost things like that. You should do a weekly segment on, um, <laughs> on like viral, yeah, viral posts or something like that <laughs> that are going around that you should just warn people about. Like, come on now. Um, and if you guys are shopping at grocery stores, um, Jason, you you have a, a young a young child that's using diapers, so you might see this. If you're shopping at grocery stores, there have been like a, a lot of complaints recently about people sliding in um signs that say like it's okay to be white into like pampers um boxes and they've also been doing it in like similac bottles and different things that are associated with children and babies so if you see something like that please let us know over here at bro talk live because it's an epidemic it's going around speaking of of going around um last week ihop um, International House of Pancakes changed their name to IHOP, International House of Burgers, to promote their new line of burgers that they have. Did they well, already stop? Huh? Did they already stop? No. Oh, well, some people think that IHOB doesn't, the B doesn't stand for burger, the B stands for buttocks. And they've been going around different IHOPs around the country, actually, and sticking their butts up against the windows of the establishment because IHOP now stands for I hop. I mean, I hop is now I hop. So, 
Debbie is what you want it to be. So if you are in an IHOP or IHOP, sorry, and a person sticks their butt up against your window, just know it's par for the course. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Dex's BS Report for the week. Like, oh my goodness. Ty, who you think them, um, what you think them people that uh, had them butts out at IHOP look like? You know what they look like. <laughs> I don't just say these things. Do like they have any distinct characteristics? Oh, yes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Anything like, in common? Share. <laughs> no. We know as a collective, we don't need to um, mention anything because we're going to give unnecessary attention to um, the group. <laughs> All right, Ty, you want to do some work? You want to host seats? Do I want to do some work? I mean, I work very hard. Not this night. Not tonight, you didn't. <laughs> this night and every night, Ty is putting in work. Um, just not necessarily on Bro Talk, unfortunately. Ooh, <laughs> But this is the portion of the show where we you just announced that you, you know, see. you're with child. So right. I didn't want to say nothing, but I get I get okay. It didn't work. Wait, guys, that was like super. You totally said it. Oh, you said to it. You were out there Boss. putting in work. <laughs> now you're having a baby. <laughs> um, I don't know if viewers are aware that we have a child on the way. Um, anywho, um, so we're yeah, going to take a baby mode three weeks after. Because everybody is like <laughs> interrupting my introduction to this thing. <laughs> See, what happened is Dex doesn't want my introduction to be better than his. So he's wanting to keep interrupting and interrupting. Um, these are seats, everybody. Do you guys have a seat? Fine, Dex, you can win. <laughs> well, let me start off by saying I do have a seat, finally. But I want to issue a public apology. So every week we do this show, right? And like, I'll have a seat. Jason have a seat. Either Will or Ty, all of them, every week they'll come on there and be like, I had a seat. I really do have one. I want to give it out, but I can't give it out because it's work related. And I'm always like, oh, here we go. They didn't do their homework. I apologize to Will and Ty because now I totally understand where you guys are coming from. Today at work, I, I received something <laughs> they're really like it was it's one of those situations where something happened at work today right and i can give you like a snippet of it or like a little bit of it but there's no way to really go into it without giving up details and details that'll probably get me in trouble so i probably shouldn't say them or whatever but it's literally the only thing that's on my mind right now like nothing else matters besides that seat because it needs to be given out so i understand where you guys are coming from but i Glad that happened earlier this morning because I had some time to kind of think of another seat. So this past weekend, I went. I attended an event. Um, it was a breast cancer walk that I went to. And when I first got there, I saw this guy like asking about hat, hats and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, OK, well, I, I'm not really interested in buying a hat. So then when I, I went, I went, I did the walk. Everything was fine or whatever. Then today it was a work related event. So then today I went to work and they're talking and they were like, this guy was out there like scalping like hats and stuff like that and trying to sell like knockoff tickets to the event. Um, and he gets my seat. Like, first of all, it's a breast cancer event. Why are you trying to make a profit off of knockoff merchandise at a breast cancer walk? Like, how low could you go, you fat piece of crap? Like, that's oh my, my seat. God. Jesus. <laughs> uh, my seat um, is going to go... Right now, I'm in Anaheim, California. So if my video is a little laggy, um, it's because... Probably because I'm on the MiFi and... Yeah, it might be a little bit laggy, but um, I'm at a work conference or whatever. But I I went to a grocery store. Where was it? Whole Foods. Um, yeah, I was I was going to Whole Foods, and I'm pulling into the parking lot, and um, this lady like cuts me off, 
and she's like speeding around and going around and crazy like that. So she misses a parking spot. Like she drives right past one. So I just take it and get into it. And as I'm getting out the car, um, I see her and she just like speeds up really fast and just pulls into another parking spot. So I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this lady? So then I go into the store and I get my grocery items. I get into the line. Another lady, uh, while waiting in one line, decides to turn around and get into another line. And she trips over a case of water that I have. She says, ah, ah. And I said, oh, you all right? She said, ah, I almost fell. I said, you didn't think to say, excuse me? Like, you just you just decided to say, oh, I almost fell. And you should apologize. Like, that's kind of attitude that she had towards me. All right, and so I've let that pass. And then as I'm ringing up my items in a little self-checkout line, as I ring out my last item and I'm taking my receipt out of the little uh, machine, I'm taking it out, the woman behind me starts scanning on the machine before I even take my hand off the damn receipt. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is everyone rushing today? Everyone needs to calm down. Like, the world's not ending as fast as you think it is. We will be okay. Kim Jong-un has not won yet. God prevails. We will be just fine. Chill out. It's going to be all right. Whew. I'm stressed the hell out. Ty, you guys see I do. Um, first, did we cover the, because um, I've been absent, did we cover the um, Target greeting card thing? No, we didn't. Perfect. Um, so the first, my first seat is going to be given to Target um, because they thought it would be a good idea to produce a card that what just said baby daddy on it um, for Father's Day instead of, you know, the traditional happy Father's Day card. The card just reads baby daddy. And then you can uh, insert some foolishness in there. Um, on top of that, it had a, it had a picture uh, of an African-American couple um, on the on the card. Um, to add insult to injury. I'm, they pulled it um, after much outrage, but I'm still going to give them a seat because who thought that was a good idea? It wasn't. Well, maybe a black person. It, wasn't a it doesn't black make it person. okay, though. If, like, I, I look at, like, even if a black person decided, like, oh, this is something that I want to do, I think you should be, you should look at it and be like, eh, I don't necessarily know if that's appropriate. I know you're black or whatever, but you don't, you don't speak for all black people. But what do you put on the, everyone needs a card. They don't get no cards? Baby if daddy. If you're a baby daddy, you're still a father. Your baby dad is a, is a father of your child. So yeah, why can't you father the card? <laughs> because it's like when you get a card, it's either like for my husband or you know, saying or for, or for my, my child's father. father. Uh, or for okay, my but some people some people aren't offended by the term baby daddy or baby mama. I was offended. They pulled it. They agreed it was stupid. Everyone agrees except Jason. And I don't necessarily think it's something to be offended. So now that community doesn't get cards. I'm not necessarily offended by the word. Baby daddy. Are you offended? I would not be offended. Like, I'm not offended by that term. At all. I wouldn't be offended by the word baby daddy, but I also don't think you need to, don't call me that, but I also don't think I need a card for it either. Like, I'm a father at the end of the day. Like, I'd rather you give me a Father's Day card. I feel like calling somebody a baby daddy and a Father's Day card is like demeaning a little bit. I think it's like cute. That's not cute. I disagree. Maybe I'm just hood. Clearly. You're from Baltimore, so there's that. <laughs> um, um my next seat is to um oh, next. Oh. <laughs> I'm hoping that when I'm older and I really don't know how to drive anymore, that <laughs> you really don't know how to drive now. To get off the road. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you really don't know how to drive now. I'm being interrupted a lot. I've only been here for a few minutes. Like, what's up? Welcome. <laughs> like, nice watch, right? Um, anyway, this lady is coming out of some store in this neighborhood, and she's old, and she has one of these really, really old cars. Everyone knows my car is 2018. And her car is like a 19... I have to say like 70 something like it's an old, old car. And she almost swings it right into my car. And I had to beat really loud. And she like is like stopped in the middle of the road. Like there are cars moving around her. She starts freaking out. I obviously just drove around her. I'm just like, listen, this lady don't need to get their great grandmother off the road. Like this <laughs> is not okay. It's really not safe for her or anybody else. Um, so, you know, at a certain age, if you can't handle it, some people can, but then that lady, she couldn't. Like, go to school. But, but you don't know that until it's too late. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you don't. Like, you don't want grandma to get taken out of here. Just get up and go to the store for grandma. That's fine. You can handle it. That's my seat. And maybe they don't know that grandma's out there swinging a Buick around in the parking lot. They know. They know. <laughs> they see them dancing when grandma gets back home. <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was seats. Um, do you guys have any uh shout outs, anything to say uh to the people who are watching? Um, I would like to shout out um Jason and Dexter for their dedication and hard work um for this show. Um, we just really appreciate everything you all do. Who is we? Um, my absent friend and I. He is a him and Will. <laughs> the two people who live in Philadelphia. Shout out to you guys. All right. Um, <laughs> shout out to you guys and Meek Mill. We said a Meek Mill home with a plate and uh, Chadwick Bozeman, T'Challa. Oh, did you see Michael B. Jordan told uh, people to stop saying walk on to forever for him? I'm sorry. Did you see yeah, uh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan? Is on to, he's on to the next one. He's on the Creed now. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, he was the next movie and he died in the last one. Yeah, but we're not going to keep talking about this. I'm like Michael B. Jordan's a genius because he said y'all are not going to typecast me. Absolutely not. <laughs> like I'm going to do more movies. So the funny thing is that I think a lot of people. I was thinking this today. A lot of people probably think that Chadwick actually has an African accent. Like I would not be surprised if he's most so people dumb. Are. He's been in so many, so many movies. Like he's played so many people. He played Jackie Robinson, James Brown. Like he's been in a lot of movies. Like the fact that he's about to get typecasted is like ridiculous. I want him just to hurry up and come out with another movie and stop doing this. Like, just don't do it anymore in public. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Dex, Woman Crush Wednesday tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to return tomorrow with a new, a revamp. brand new look. I'm so excited to unveil Revamp? <laughs> yeah. Okay, revamp. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, throwback Thursday will return also on Thursday. Um, cool. So stay on the lookout for those. Uh, for Dex, for Ty, for Bill, who's not here, check out the podcast tomorrow on Apple Music. My name is Jason, and we will see you guys next week. Uh, we'll leave you with Dex's smiling face. <laughs>